What up, everybody, and welcome to the show of hurt feelings, disagreements, debate, and controversy. It is the House of Havoc Top 10. Today, we have the artist formerly known as Anthony Alessino, the smooth criminal Brian Castiglione, and the mullet wearing cold take sharing Jack Hockenjoes. And last but certainly not least is your boy, the Dean Malenko of podcasting, the man of a thousand nicknames, <laughs> Jimmy Hockenjoes. Ladies and gentlemen, theys and gays, there are over two million podcasts worldwide. And today you're rocking with us and we do appreciate that. We have a special guest. You may know him from the Death of Kayfabe podcast and one rewind appearance. Did you do it twice? One rewind appearance. One rewind appearance. Yeah, Big Whitey, fun. Christopher Johansson in the house. Today we are doing the top 10 Star Wars aircraft. And the parameters on this where the Death Star doesn't count and any ship qualifies that can be piloted in a dogfight in space. We're all pretty much lifelong Star Wars guys in the room. Correct. I mean, obviously, we got the OG. Well, your boy's been in the game probably since he was about four. <laughs> um, love Star Wars. I'm an original trilogy guy. I'm a sequel guy. I'm a prequel guy. I'm a Star Wars guy. And that's what we want to hear. Yeah. I mean, you boys a Star Wars guy. I've told you this before. You have a first Star Wars memory. Um. So my we lived in uh, this house. It was like a ranch house, and in the it was before my brother was born, because we had a, a room that my dad made into a den. And that day we went to King, uh, not King Kong. I'm sorry. It was uh, whatever grocery store it was the local grocery store, and we got cold cuts. We went back to the house. He's like, I'm gonna put a movie on, put Star Wars on. We watched it. I fell in love instantaneously. Then. The funny thing is, I saw Empire Strikes Back, didn't know that Return of the Jedi existed. Right. And then I went to, I think it was either preschool or kindergarten, and there was a Return of the Jedi book. And my little kid head, I mean, obviously, these are not the words I use, but I was like, what the fuck? There's another movie? <laughs> and and you just thought it ended? Yeah. I, well, Vader on top? Held out so, for so long. <laughs> obviously, obviously, I'm a video store kid. You know, we grew up in the video store. And my dad would go to the video store, he'd get tapes, and he would record them, you know, illegally record them so that we had copies of all the movies. You know, it's like what everybody did. He had two yeah. VCRs. He would, like, sit there. We would have, we'd have, like, a synchronized, like, play and record. I hit one, he hit one. And then we would watch the movie we rented and record it. And yeah, it the like, old school move. Right. So, we on the tape that I had, it was just Empire Strikes Back and just Star Wars. And when we rented Return of the Jedi, he, like, fast-forwarded to the end, and then we did the play and record. So, I had all three movies on one tape. Oh. And I played literally. I still. I, I may still have that tape to this day, and I played it out. And the year I played it out, my mom bought me the box set. You know, like the the first. I think it was the first box set that they put out of all the Star Wars movies. I remember the solo tape. See, my I don't have a first Star Wars memory because Star Wars was in my life before I have a memory. Like my earliest memory, of Star Wars is there already. See, when Star Wars was cool for me, it was not cool for anybody. You know what I mean? It was like, it was over. Mm -hmm. But like, I, because I came up, I was born in 83, so I was born the year that Jedi came out. So I just missed, you know, I missed all of it. And then I was like, I was on the tail end. And that's like, you know, it was not cool to like Star Wars at that point. It was cool to like, like Ninja Turtles. I would argue it probably wasn't cool to like Star Wars growing up, right? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I have a similar, similar story to Whitey also. I mean, I watched it with my dad growing up. Um, no specific, like, like actual memory of it, but that's my memory of Star Wars is watching it. Like, I think at that point it was replaying on like whatever Spike TV or TNT well, was at that 97 time. 97 like re-releases like, surged and kind of surged in pop culture after they re-released it, well, right? Well, Star Wars' history, like, 
post original trilogy pre uh, special edition release is interesting because there was an underswell of people who like myself who was just clamoring for something Star Wars, and then they had the Timothy Zahn books come out. They were uh, heir to the Empire, which is which created uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, popular character from Rebels. And um, it was like this trilogy of books, and then that's kind of when Star Wars started getting geared back up. And in '97, for the 20th anniversary, that's when Lucas re-released the the trilogy in theaters with the extra scenes. And then in '99 is when the first prequel came out. So that whole time period in between, there was nothing else. You know, we had nothing. Just waiting for that 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 trilogy. It was just crazy. And honestly, that's kind of when I was watching because I remember knowing Star Wars before Phantom Menace Same came thing. out. Like Same being, thing here. Being yeah. excited to be like, yo, this is like, yeah, this is I new have, stuff. Like, I have distinct memories of Star Wars pre-sequels. Right. Right. Yeah. Even though we were pretty young. 99, your boy was like I was seven. Yeah. yeah. Wait, pre the prequels, you're saying? Like that's when... I have memories before the prequels. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Star Wars memories before the prequels so came did, out. So did you guys go see them when they re-released them? I didn't see them, no. The first Star Wars movie I saw in a movie theater would have been Phantom. Menace. Yeah, same here. Emily, that's the first time she saw Star Wars. Her mom took her to see A New Hope so, in the so, 97 re-release, and she would have oh, been three it. years old. Wow. So, I mean, original, I mean, I, I appreciate it now, and I remember at the time really liking it, but then there was a time period when I didn't. The Phantom Menace, like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, it's new Star Wars, it's awesome. Right. And then I started, like, having, like, a disdain for it. Every time I re- didn't have that rewatchability. Well, you did... I'm going to tell a story for you. Correct me if I'm wrong. You went buck wild and bought like tickets to five or six different showings. I think, no, three, three showings. So there was, my mom and I went on opening day. She took me out of school early so we could go see it. Then I went on that, that weekend because what I remember about that was the Spider-Man trailer came out with Star Wars. No, maybe maybe it couldn't have been the Spider-Man trailer. Maybe it was the X-Men trailer and the X-Men trailer was sick. And yeah, so, that makes more sense. So it might have been the X. It was because I think Spider Man was Attack of the Clones was when the Sp- the Spider Man trailer came out, and even then yeah, I thought maybe. that looked sick because X Men yeah. was so good. X Men was so it must have been it must have been X Men was because I saw that we saw um, I saw it that Saturday with my dad and my brother, and then the third time I went with like my cousin. So like three bang bang bang. And at what point were you not excited to go watch it again? <laughs> Well, like, you know, like the mall lightsaber fight, I was always like, because like that, since that was at the end, and like, I was always very excited to see that scene. Yeah, that scene was awesome. Cleaned it up for you? It was like, you know, I liked, and I loved the pod, like the pod race scene I thought was like really well done. Like the, uh, the use of music and non-music and like the, the, like you knew Anakin was going to win, but it was like just the tension of it. Should, should we do like a spoilers? I mean, I mean, nobody's going to listen to this. It's not. For uh, the Star Wars movies? Yeah. No, nah, spoilers ahead for anything Star Wars. Yeah, really. Wars. I, yeah. It's been out no, long, it's been out long enough. To, yeah. I mean, if we were talking about Kenobi, I would say yeah. Yeah. But, well, know. maybe, I mean, you never know. Anything Star Wars related, spoilers lie spoilers. ahead. Because, like, somebody could be You're just... jabroni. Somebody could have just started watching, like, you know. Like, I don't, I don't like to, to ruin anything for anybody. Like, it was right. a big deal for my, my daughter to watch Star Wars with me, especially... And it wasn't Star Wars. It was Empire Strikes Back, because I wanted to see her reaction when... I am your father. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, Big deal. we're watching it. She's like really into it. You know, and so I'm like, thank God. Like she, because like, you know, you show her stuff sometimes that you like and you're like, and she's like, daddy, what is this? Yeah. yeah it's a like big crushed. deal. Crushed. So empire was like, she's like, I don't care if she likes nothing else, but she's got to like empire. <laughs> so we get to, I'm your father. And she looks over at me and he's like, he's like, I am your father. And she looks at me. She's like, that's not for real. Right. Daddy. <laughs> like, Oh, <laughs> No, it's oh, real. No, it's oh, for real. It's, 
It's as real this as This is Star Wars, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> and she kind of had this look on her face like, holy shit. And I was like, yes. Like, gotcha. The best gotcha in cinematic yeah. history. Yeah. It was on two weeks ago, and it was we were five minutes out from that part happening. And I'm like, all right, everyone, I have to. We got to turn it up as loud as we can. We all have to hear it. It's frozen in time. Yeah. And it's still just as That's loud. impossible. Yeah. yeah. Great. Tremendous. It's like the, the, it's what hit, like, because the thing about the prequels that I think is missing from this, from the original trilogy is that those kind of scenes, like, you know, there's, the Revenge of the Sith has a lot of those. But, like, I feel like, Phantom, and Phantom Menace has a couple, but Attack of the Clones has none of that. You know what I mean? And of I think, what? There's no motion in Attack of the Clones. Oh yeah, no, it's poor. Yeah, it's it's poor. But like like the the reason like Force Awakens, for instance, like that like the scene with with Kylo Ren and and Han Solo, it's phenomenal, mm-hmm. and I think it makes that whole movie. And that's why I fight. It's also movie. two mega stud actors, right? Yeah, yeah. When as I mean, not that. Um, well, the fact that they call them Ben, like that alone, you know what I mean? That's and that justifies. What's her face is in um she's a stud too, Padme. I can't Nat Portman. She's a stud, but Hayden Christensen, I don't know if I'd call him a stud of an actor. And they were both young, and they weren't given good writing to no. work with. I, my problems with the sequel, uh, the prequels, rather, are not really so much the way the story went. There's just a really a lot of poor writing decisions yes. in it. Yeah. I like, think they were, because like they created all that new uh, like computer engineering on a lot of that. You know, like the, the, the blue screen with all the background effects and everything looking so good. And I think there was way more of like, look at what I can do more than look at the story that I can tell. And I think with the original trilogy, it was look at the story I can tell where the pre- the prequels was look at, look at, look at these shiny bells. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fair. But Revenge of the Sith, Sith, I will, that's a, that's one of the top Star Wars movies in my opinion. Revenge of the Sith is good. I like the prequels. I don't really I'm, hate, listen, I don't I'm, hate them. I'm not hate them. Especially once the sequels came out, I was like, well, the prequels yeah. are great yeah. now. <laughs> the God's Honest Truth for me, it was a letdown. They were like, I wanted more. The like, prequel? Yeah, like I wanted I wanted what the Clone Wars gave us for well, the prequels. You we've know. discussed this and I'll be quick and then we'll get into yeah, these I'm, dishonorable I'm like mentions. On Star Wars, man. It, we can talk about Star it, Wars. It can happen yeah. to you. <laughs> um we just, <laughs> could just do a po- Star Wars podcast once yeah. a month forever. Seriously. Um We've discussed this. The way that I would have structured it is you take like everything that happened in the Phantom Menace and make it the first forty minutes of the first movie. And then the rest of it is like the first bit of Attack of the Clones. And then the second movie is like heavily Clone Wars focused. Well, and then the third movie is the downfall story. Because a lot of people's problems is that the turn happened like that and it didn't seem to make sense. But then once you go back and watch the Clone Wars, all of that void is answered, right? Uh, because yeah, well, you see like that's, that's, you that's, see the signs of it coming, but a lot of people weren't satisfied with the ultimate way the turn went down. So well, here, here's what I wonder. I want did, was the plan always to do Clone Wars because Lucas is heavily attached to. The I first would argue no season. because the first Clone Wars season, remember the the Cartoon Network one when it was like twelve well, minute episodes. Yeah, but that was that was a completely different series. Like that's considered Legends. That's not. Yeah, Samurai. but that was first. No, that was first. Yeah. Right. So, and I wonder because that because that was Samurai. The guy who did Samurai Jack did that. Yeah. And that was you know that was really well done and that made the movie better like how they took pal you know how they took palpatine how grievous took palpatine and that whole you know, that made that better yeah and how windu crushed his lungs and yeah. then it made sense while he's hacking and wheezing yeah. in, in the movie but that you know that the clone Wars series was originally a movie yeah i think i did know that it was an animated movie. yeah i've seen the movie yeah the, the one that starts it all 
And it's not really, they, they, they do coexist, but they don't really coexist. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. It's straight. It's hard to describe it. So. Dishonorable time. Are you are you are you opting out of the dishonorable? I don't mentions? have any dishonorable. I usually don't. Loser, dude. I know you don't. No dishonorable you, mentions. He doesn't no, have I've the hate in his heart. I don't. I really don't. Unless have it's candy for anything. Yeah, it was really only candy. You want me to go or you want? I'll go, go first. Uh, the N one Nabu Starfighter. <laughs> Absolute piece of fucking garbage, Not dude. A fan. Waste <laughs> of space. All right. So on. I said that Rogue Squadron was going to come up. Rogue Squadron released six months before the Phantom Menace released, and they put the Starfighter in the game. So that way, once the movie came out, it would make sense. And that was the peak of the N1 Naboo Starfighter was its appearance in Rogue Squadron. After that, all downhill. What's What's funny is I have a list of a bunch of dishonorable mentions, <laughs> and that was on there, so I don't have to go into it. But I just want you could say your piece on it. Yeah, go ahead. no, no, no. It's, I mean, you basically you you, you had it in a nutshell. Lame, dude. It's just lame. Watch Book of Boba Fett. Is there a starfighter in there? Just watch Book eh? of Boba Fett. <laughs> So, my my dishonorable mention is a grouping of ships, and I might get catch a I might catch a lot of flack for this, <laughs> but the Rebel Fleet, aside from the few that I have on my list, the Rebel Fleet is garbage. Okay, so my next two and only dishonorable <laughs> mentions are the A wing and the B wing. Well, I well, <laughs> here's the thing, we're gonna get to the B wing, <laughs> but here's the thing, the Rob the the A A wing, the B wing. The Y Wing and the Snow Speeder. Well, oh, maybe I do have the B Wing on. I have that's funny, I have the B Wing. No, that's a whole nother story. So anyway, we'll just say this. The A Wing, the B Wing, the Y Wing, and the Snow Speeder. Every one of those ships gets their fucking ass kicked. Yeah. Like every single one like Luke Luke's a great pilot. Luke's probably the second best pilot in the fleet. Would we all agree that Wedge is the best pilot? Yeah. Wedge took down an ad at. Like, who's the only one that took down an ad at? But you gotta give what's his face credit for that too. Dak? Yeah, Dak landed the shot and then went down, you know? No, wait, Dak was in with Luke. Who's, no, yeah. Like, so anyway. The gunner who ends the shot. We know, uh, you know. Just, Wedge didn't shoot the harpoon. But like, think what the Y-Wing in the Death Star trench run got its ass kicked. They're bombers. Yeah. But They're they always, bombers, I, though. I, They're I, taking down the shield. I understand, but they, like, they're just garbage. It's a terrible design. It's like too much space for them to hit, like in a dogfight. Like that big long thing that they got in the back of it. No, I know, but they're they're bombers, though. I understand. It's just... They're not fighters, you know? I, you have it on your list? Yeah. Not that hobby, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, bro. I, you know, so I like, think the A-Wing is useless. Already we're like... I think the A-Wing is useless. I gotta be honest. Some of them are on my list. The, I, think the, I think the A-Wing is useless. I know it's super fast and it's like a scout ship, whatever. Um, it's also mostly on the dishonorable mention list because I think it's just ugly and plain and boring. <laughs> And then the B wing, the B wing is also on the dishonorable men mention list for the exact opposite. It's like too much going on with the rolling cockpit and the fucking way it opens up, right. and it's slow as shit. So I couldn't get an X wing as a kid. So the only ship I was able to get was a B wing, and because of that, I have such a soft spot for it because like I wanted Luke to fly an X wing. I don't have an X wing. I got a B wing. Luke's flying a B wing. So <laughs> Did you pretend it was an X wing? No, no, it was a B wing. Eh. But like, you gotta do what you gotta do. It's fine. Those so those are my my three, I guess. So finish up whatever else you got, because Brian doesn't. Well, have I have any. the Nabu fighter, and then I also put the rebel rebel blockade runner. It's a cool looking ship, but like in a fight with a. Death I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know. If that is, is that the the first ship that you ever see in Star Wars? Is the rebel blockade runner when it first comes? The overhead. one that looks like a pill. Oh no, I know the one you're talking about. It looks like a 
like tongs okay. almost. So it's in it's in Rogue One. Yes, I know. Yeah, you know which one's on. It's about. the one that they're they're on at the start of A New Hope. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The Rebel Blockade Runner because it gets its ass kicked. I had the Naboo fighter, and then I had like the Rebel fleet. <laughs> All right. Except for I have you know I. So we'll get we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> honorable mentions. None of those either. All right. No honorable mentions. No, you guys are much more oh, hands right. on with this than so I. So sure. my honorable mentions. I'll fly through my three, and then you can do your three. Gotcha. Just as a grouping, the Star Destroyers, Star Destroyers, Super Star Destroyers. Mm. They're badass, but like the real life equivalent, I feel like to these is like an aircraft carrier, right? So which, Essentially. Which, which one did you, what were you saying? The Star Destroyers. Super Star Destroyer, Star Destroyer. Okay. The whole family of Star Destroyers. They're badass. They're iconic to Star Wars, especially if you play any of the video games. They The lore, like anything in Star Wars, you get into the lore behind it mm. instead of just seeing it on the screen in the movie. And some things are super cool. But the real life equivalent is probably like an aircraft carrier for the Navy, right? Yeah. It's like more of a battle station. Like it's involved in dogfights because the smaller ships are trying to take it down. Right. I, I, I'll be honest. You don't have to spoil your list. You okay. can you can let it. It's fine. I just I, I think they're badass. They didn't make my list. They got an honorable mention. After that, I think this is the yeah definitely the only sequel. The only sequel um, aircraft. I got Kylo Ren's Tie Fighter. Mine too. Yeah, Kyron's Tie Fighter is badass looking. I mean, it is. Yeah, especially if we're talking about the sequels, all you need to do is be attached to a badass character or be badass looking, and I'm gonna, it's gonna stand out, Mm -hmm. especially in movies that are that bad. But Kyron's Tie Fighter is sick, and then the V Wing. Oh, the V Wing is pretty cool. The V Wing's all right. I forgot about the V Wing. It's from their prequels. It's the. It looks like a. uh, Like a clamshell almost. Like a triangle. Yeah. With like guns on the side. That's a oh, good call. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I didn't know this was cool. I know exactly what this is. That's a cool one. It's fast, and it's and it's got, got got some good artillery on it. Right? Yeah. So, anything on the that was Battlefront Two, yes. The wing you can I fight. I think so. Probably. And now it that was I'm looking also... at it, there's a reason it looks so familiar. Yeah. It yeah. was also in. A... It was in some game. It was in one of the. Oh, was it, was it in the Clone too, Wars? Was it in the Clone Wars GameCube game? Could have been. I think it was in the Clone Wars GameCube game. I know it was playable in one of them. Um, all of the like flight fighter style ships from the Galactic Republic, the Clone Wars from the Galactic mm-hmm. Republic, um, they don't have pressurized cabins. That's why the clones are always wearing life support systems mm-hmm. because they take all that extra power and throw it to speed and artillery. Yeah. yeah. So you didn't put you didn't put the uh, the gunship on your on your list. I didn't say that. Oh, you didn't say that. Didn't no, say no, 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 no. I just no. I was just saying all of the. Like light fighters for the Republic, meaning the V Wing and then the other ones. No, the gunship also, I guess, doesn't have the pressurized cabin, but I didn't say it wasn't on my list. Those are my honorable no, mentions. It does have, it does have, because it closes when they're, when like Yoda and Mace Windu are like in space in this couple of episodes. Oh, yeah, no, that I meant the where the pilots are. All right, so honorable mentions. I have two for the same reason, and that's Darth Maul ship, just like a sick looking Sith fighter, and but never really did anything. And I love the Razor Crest. It's like a character on the Mandalorian, but for them to just blow it up in season two it was like, ah, oh, I can't make the list now. Because I was wondering if you're gonna have the Razor Crest on there. I almost that made, toy you got is sick. I almost made it because I love it. It's a great ship. It was like perfect for the show. I hope he gets another one. You know. And then uh, the other one that I look like, I really like. That's it's not really canon, but you said all Star Wars. Yeah. So uh, Shadows of the Empire, the Outrider. Yeah. It's like a Carillion looking ship, so it looks like the Falcon. But it was like a yeah, it was like I a remember the outrider. So like the 
the ship would kind of go like a B-wing style, but had the gunner stations in the middle, plus like the big gun on the bottom, and then like the canopy on the, uh, the cockpit on the top. But it wasn't like the toy was like a fighter, but and in the video game I think it was a fighter. But in the in the comic book in the book it was like a, like a Carillion ship, like the Falcon. So that's the version. like a cargo ship. Yeah, but like like a beefed up cargo ship. Yes. Yeah. That's why I liked it. Let me backtrack real quick. Dishonorable mention the fucking Dooku and Asajj Ventress sail ship. <laughs> oh, Throw that one on the dishonorable that, mention for that, being stupid. I wrote that down, Dooku ship, but it's like I'm like that's too much of a piece of shit to even try. Yeah. It's a dishonorable. All right, I mean Brian, let's go. Let's hear. No, we're good. Let's hear. It's a little 10. warm, so I was just yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, number ten. All right, so I'm prefacing this list um, just by saying a lot of this is four, five, and six, and prequel. And a lot of it's based off things of what I kind of remembered nostalgically from watching it. So if you guys feel free to support me on any of this. So number 10, which I like that it was on someone's dishonorable. because I feel like this is always how this goes. I actually had the B-Wing at number 10. Oh, strictly right. for the fact that it does have a lot going on. And honestly, I thought it looked sick when I was little. Um, I kind of, to be honest, I did kind of have to look into things besides like the X-Wings and the TIE Fighters and things like that. Just to kind of like jog my memory. This was one of the first things when I saw where initially I was like, oh, I remember this. But so, yeah, I mean, just from a novelty yeah, it's standpoint, like, so but the fucking in the cockpit of the B-Wing because of the way it opens the way it does. Yeah. The pilot of the B-Wing is standing in like a standing seat sort of a deal. Mm -hmm. And it's like a rotating seat deal. So when the when the ship flips, his seat flips. And he's like sitting there standing, operating like in a standing it's up like position. Gra isn't it a gravity cat? Like the, the, the cockpit's gravity based? I mean, it could be. That would make sense. Yeah, it sounds like it at least. I think it. I think as the ship swings, he stays level, so he can see. It. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. He he. So rolls. it's moving around him. Yeah, he's yes. not moving. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, he gotcha, rolls gotcha. with okay. the ship. The toy was like that also. As you rolled the ship around the cockpit, he's staying in one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, just based off of. And was it heavier guns on the Buing? I mean, it's on your list too. Yeah. So if you have stuff, we can get to it. When yeah, we I was there. gonna say. If... Yeah. If any of you guys have it, definitely. If you have great. shit you want to say and, and someone else says something before you, you can just hold it. Okay. You don't have to. Oh, the man's here. Oh, oh there he Holy is. shit. You want to jump right in? Uh, We're on number 10. Yeah. I don't even got, I'm not even prepared, boys. I'm sorry. All right, that's fine. <laughs> I'm sunburned. You guys I'm are drinking out. the same monster. Yeah, that's not, out. it's weird because I bought you one of those <laughs> for the show. Uh, dude, uh, I wish I could have been. All right. Well, um, if you're not going to sit down, get out. We're in the middle of a recording. I miss my favorite one. <laughs> well, we'll, there's plenty, Star of Star we'll Star There'll yeah, plenty of Star Wars. There'll be plenty of Star Wars. If I would have had a list, he could have just sat down. Don't don't get all, oh, I miss my favorite one. <laughs> We've known about this for days. Nice little Jack running, got yeah. pop and everything. <laughs> um, We're talking about 10, the B-Wing. 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 We can go on to your 10. That's all I got for Wait, you. Wait, can I just say one quick thing about the B-Wing? I didn't realize it, but I put it on both my honorable and dishonorable, but for different reasons. <laughs> okay. Because it's, like it's a terrible design, that, that shit. Yeah. But it's, it's cool as fuck. I almost feel like I'm with the from a practical. I yeah, almost no, feel that's, like, that's how I feel I about it. It's like not practical at all, but it looks cool as fuck. I almost <laughs> feel like with the B-Wing, Lucas was like, the X-Wing did, so well. yeah, yeah, well. did so well. Yeah, yeah, the X-Wing did so well. It looks like a joystick, kind of. Yeah. Like, as a toys uh, collector and seller, like, high, one of the most highly Correct me if I'm wrong, but... The B-Wing. Yeah. Correct really? me if I'm wrong, but A-Wing, B-Wing, both Jedi. Debut in Jedi. I'm all, I would bet the farm on that. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. A-Wing and B-Wing, so they don't so come So you around. only had, in, from Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, like... X-Wing, Y-Wing, Snowspeeder, TIE Fighter. That's it. That's it. 
and a Thai bomber, and and Darth Vader's Thai advanced. Yeah, I'm a big Thai guy. You'll find out. Oh, yeah. so my number ten, sickest. Though, my yeah. number ten is the twin ion engine fighter, the Tie fighter. Yeah, oh. the original Tie fighter. Fighters shit. Um, do we know how it originally got its name? I assume you know. I, I don't know. I that. just said twin ion engine, not, but it's not. Do you know how they? I had no. Because they're shaped like a bow tie. Yeah. That symbol? Really? Yeah, that's why. That's how they got the name TIE Fighter, because they look like a bow tie flying through the sky. That's funny. All the planes are named after what they look like. Mm-hmm. B-Wing, I can I get C because it's like... Oh, and then, you know, they right. re- they retrofitted to, you know, twin ion engine. Yeah. Um, TIE Fighters are sick, but they are nerfed as hell. The reason they're <laughs> nerfed as hell is because they are real-life equi- equivalent. Again, correct me if I'm wrong, it's the Mitsubishi Zero from World War II. They took all of the power out of shields and put everything that they had into making it quick. They're essentially su- suicide fighters. Yeah, that's the Zeros, the Mitsubishi like Zeros, send, the Attack Pro Harbor. We're going to send 10 Star Destroyers, and then we're going to send out 500, <laughs> 500 TIE fighters to just destroy They were cheap to produce and cheap to blow up. Mm. Yes. I'm good. Number I'm 10. good on TIE fighters. So number 10. Well, I'm not good on, on TIEs, you'll see. So number 10, I have an interesting one. Uh, I chose the Ghost from Rebels. Never seen it. I gotta get a picture of the ghost. Can I'll pull it up. Yeah. So here's the thing. The ghost, I believe, is also a Carillion ship. I'm a big fan of the Carillion ships, as you can tell. Um, it's sort of like a uh, what is it? A hexagon. Six sided. It's hexagon six sided. Yeah. So it's a he- it's like a hexagon almost. It's got a um, like a fighter that comes off of it. It was like a character on Rebels, which is what I like about it. It's like their home. You know, so it's like the Rebels crew home. So, you, you know, you got... The, yeah, it's like the... Gar- I forget the name, but like the Guardian ship. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, so that that's it. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. So the or back- the Ravager from... Um, yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's, just a cool, it's just a cool ship. Makes a cameo in both Rogue One and in um, Rise of Skywalker. So in Rise yeah. of Skywalker, if you look... If you're looking when they, all the ships come to save the day with Lando... Uh, to, if you look to the right of the Falcon, the ghost is sitting there. And then in Rogue One, as Rogue One is leaving um, the base on Alderaan, not Alderaan, the base on Yavin, um, you could see the ghost sitting there. Chop, Chopper, the R2 unit. Well, I don't know if he's an R2 unit or he's another... Astromech. Yeah. But it's like a different call sign because he's like shorter. But he uh, he makes a cameo in Rogue One also. Rebels, I, I, re- I thoroughly enjoyed Rebels. And it's a cool ship. It's got cloaking capability, which makes it awesome in a dogfight. I've been meaning to get to like all the cartoons. The problem with Clone Wars is I'm so far behind, and like especially earlier on, it's so many episodes in a season, and I'm like, how am I ever gonna do this? I'm an adult, you know. Like once you get into it, like you'll just binge like six. That's what everyone says. You got to get through the first three seasons. I'm like, well, the first three seasons are fucking a hundred episodes. So it's not even the first three seasons. Like you'll you as a Star Wars fan, you'll get into it. It's Filoni, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's Filoni and Lucas working together to to create the story in between, like the story that everybody wanted. Yeah. The story that should have been. It's like very drawn out, but it's it's good, and it's you know. You gotta remember, it was made for kids, and as the show got older and like, the audience. That's a older, good point. I'm gonna, I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's a good point. All Star Wars is made for kids. All of them. 100%. The first one was made for kids. The prequels were made for kids. Mm-hmm. The every it's all made for kids. Right. So when people take adult like fucking opinions about it, it drives me crazy. Right. Especially now that Disney owns it. Understand what it is. It's like yeah. it's a it's a like you. Got, I don't I don't know if this reference is beyond you guys, but George Lucas wanted to make Flash Gordon. 
like Flash Gordon serials. Like Indiana Jones is a serial. You know what I mean? Like here's the this week's adventure of Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, the Flash Gordons back in the day. Can Ming, you know, can Flash stop Ming the Merciless? And that's what he wanted to make with Star Wars. That's why it's episode four, five, and six. Not because he had like the Skywalker saga in his head. He just wanted to make like a fun movie. Right. And it turned into way bigger than that. You know yeah. What I mean? And people forget that. It's like it's they're supposed to be fun movies. Yeah. You know, like don't take it serious. It's fucking Star Wars. Don't get don't get your panties in a bunch about it. It's not a big deal. Right. right. You know, I might Number well, nine. like I might well up a little bit here and there, but it's Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like I mean when people get mad about stuff. Yeah, it ain't worth it. Like don't Monday morning quarterback a children's not over movie. Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, it's not yeah. it's not that serious. Just enjoy it or don't. Um Number nine, it was mentioned in the. I, th- I hope the honorable mention. Um, the Imperial Star Destroyer. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it. Not really much that has to be said. It is what it is. It's the ship. I'm. I don't. It's not the first ship you see in New Hope, right? It's the Re- Rebel Blockade Runner, then the Star Destroyer. I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, I knew you'd mentioned that one before. I think it's after that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you it's know, the most iconic of the two. Right. As soon, I feel like it's as. Kind of like going off what you're saying, it is one of those things where you look at it and you immediately know that this is a Star Wars ship. Like, there's no, there's really no way around it. Take yeah. it out of the context of the movie itself, you still would know. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, they're best ships. Yeah, no, it's good <laughs> enough. My number nine is the Tie Interceptor. Yeah, yeah, the Ties are sick. <laughs> the Tie Interceptor from Return of the Jedi and uh, Rogue Squadron, like all any of the games that were dogfighting Star Wars games, which I did love growing up. Interceptor was always an option. Speed, 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 speed. Yeah. You know? And powerful, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it was like two or three times the power on the ion cannons and twice as fast. Yeah. Good? Yeah, I'm good. So I have number nine, the Jedi Starfighter. Now, there are... Multiple... I was just going to ask you to tell me which one because it matters. <laughs> um, uh, there's multiple versions of the Jedi Starfighter. There's the Delta version, which is the version that you will see in Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. And then there's the what I just considered the regular Jedi Starfighter, which is what Obi-Wan and Anakin are piloting at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. And that's the one I chose because it's the closest to a TIE fighter, but also has... It's like kind of a mix between a TIE fighter and a X-Wing. Yeah, with the, it's got the forked front. And it's like... That's why it's, I think it's the coolest looking of all the, of the Jedi Starfighters. I like how the wings come out on the side. I like where the guns are positioned. I like where the R2 unit goes. It just, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the Jedi Starfighters. And I like, uh, and I think I like Anakin's better than I like Obi-Wan's. Yeah. Okay. Um, so are we on eight? Yes, sir. All right, so I'll, I'll make my I'll make my first appearance into the realm. I got TIE Fighter at eight. Just the, not bomber, just regular, regular TIE Fighter. Um, I mean, you guys kind of went into it already. It, it is one of the sickest ships in, yeah, and same thing with with the Imperial Star Destroyer. Obviously, one of the things taken out of the context of Star Wars, you know, like that's that's Star Wars shit. iconic. Yeah, iconic. that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, immediately Darth Vader, Tie Fighter, everything's kind of I had speaks the, for I itself. Had a tie sort fighter. of thing. Did you really? Everybody, yeah, everybody. I had a toy Tie. I'm fighter. sure I had one at one point. Everybody. Had yeah, a tie they reproduced that toy hundreds of times. Not hundreds, but no, 10, 15 times over the course of a fifteen year span. Everybody had a Tie Fighter, like the big one. Any of them. With the, yeah. Any of them. There's so many produced, you know. Yeah, TIE Fighters are sick for sure. My number eight, talked about it already. It's the Y-Wing, baby, the bomber. <laughs> nice. The suicide bombing by uh, Y-Wing. Obviously, yeah, you said they get murked left and right because they're supposed to. Like As long as that bomb hits and those shields go down, it doesn't matter. I always like the shape even though it's super impractical. I like the idea of the cockpit being all the way out in front of everything else. 
You know, it, here's the thing. And the gold leader is one of the most... I mean, as far as those scenes of the guys in the cockpits, gold leader, he got his cameo in Rogue One. He did. Listen, I'm not saying I don't like the Y-Wing. It's just a piece of shit in a dogfight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's, that's why it's number eight. You know, it's not high. I just put... <laughs> I, I was trying to be... Listen, I was trying to be funny when I said it. I love all the ships. I love the A-Wing. I know it's like a bland, you know, piece Fuck of shit. Fuck the A-Wing. <laughs> It's a, it's a cool I'd rather. What's the stupid thing that looks like two shoes? They fly on Bespin. You know, you I'd know, rather have that in a dogfight. You know how I feel about it. It's like I like toys. So if the toy was cool, then the ship is cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So now we're up to number eight. Yeah. So I thought it was on my honorable mention list, but it's actually on my list. It's the only sequel vehicle that I have. Kylo Ren's Tie Silencer. It's a souped-up, badass Tie Interceptor. That just like single-handedly almost just annihilates the the what are they called the uh, um, they're not the alliance the rebel alliance they are the the resistance the resistance yeah. thank you yeah. why couldn't I think of that that's crazy so anyway it's the you know they he almost single-handedly with two other you know regular tie fighters took out the entire the entire resistance yeah. you know fleet but I mean Vader does the same thing no he he can't, I mean we've never seen Vader do the same thing but. I mean, a new hope. Yes, he goes kind of out. annihilates them. Yeah, they're like they lose most of their ships. Don't they say? We're... But Vader doesn't do that. I mean, they they lose. They they're just outnumbered. You know, you're going up against the Death Star. You're facing cannons. You right. got Star Destroyers. You got Tie Fighters. I mean, you're up against the the wall. So Vader came out. And he got he got every time they did a trench run. Vader's in there. But other than that, Vader's not like out by. I mean. He, Maybe off I, camera. He, he's out marking dudes in space. <laughs> I mean, you like to just zipping so. through. I'm just saying, yeah. on camera, you don't see it. You know I mean? yeah. It's the greatest combat pilot in Star Wars history. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, again, Tie Silencer, number eight. I know it's higher than two other ones that could have been higher than it, but it's like, that's just. That's fine. That's how the cards fell. So this is kind of going back to, uh, to Whitey, um, but I actually have at seven, I do have the Jedi Starfighter. The Same Delta one? The seven. Whichever the, one the that's triangle. considered. Yes, the triangle. The, the one, one with the fork. Of the, the one with the forked front. Obi Wan's. Red. Oh, the red one in Attack of the Clones. Yes. The Delta Seven. With yeah. The, the the separate hyperdrive. Yeah. I would guess so. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there. Uh, None of the Galactic Republic fighters had hyperdrive, though. None of them. None of them. Okay. Yeah. This falls into another category of just the destroyers. Yeah. Being like an iconic ship that I specifically remember seeing in Attack of Clones when I saw it when I was little. I think. Uh, this is probably so bad, and I should remember it, but I'm pretty sure the other one was yellow, if I remember. Anakin's was correctly. always yellow. Yeah. yeah, Anakin's was yellow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like the yellow. We'll go with the red. Okay. For sure. No, that's. I mean, that's that iconic space battle with. Uh, but so you have the Delta Force. Seven. Yeah. And you have the one with the forked front. Yes. They don't get the same points. Nope. Doesn't count as the same. No, trip. that's why. Just I was, right. That's I, why I told you. That's why I said Delta Seven. That's why I told you you need to be specific. I yeah. Like. Yeah. I was like, this is the one I remember. So. That's a uh, that's a cool ship though. I just, yeah. I just like the other design. That's cards. a cool one, especially more for one more for Obi Wan. Two, they weren't at wartime yet. By the time we get to Revenge of the Sith, yeah, we're towards the end of the war, yeah. and like it's not really about being unassuming. I actually kind of want you to see that it's the general out here, you know, yeah. instead of just another another fighter, pilot. another fighter pilot. Yeah, cool. It's a good choice. So right in the same ballpark here for my number seven is the Arc One Seventy. You know, when I made my list, I forgot that ship. And then when I was driving here, I'm like, that's a cool fucking ship. The ARC-170 is the, a cool one. That's the Galactic Republic during the Clone Wars. Takes three clone troopers to pilot. Is it three? Yeah. Because, oh, it's the gunner and then the, the two pilots on the inside? Yeah. Yeah. 
three three troopers to pilot it. Like we said before, there's no hyperdrive. They put all I of never the, knew pa- the name of this. All of the yeah, it's it, you know, I knew it's, it's yep. when I saw it for the first time, I was like, oh, there's some X-wing. Yep, hundred um, percent. He even says lock S foils in attack position. Yeah. And it makes more sense when he says it because yeah. they actually kind of look more like an S, you know. But that's a good choice, Whitehead. Yeah, I thought I, they were badass. They're like the Galactic Republic's version of the Tie Fighter. Again, it's not going to take much to shoot them down because they put all they put all the power into speed and artillery, and they don't even have hyperdrives or pressurized cabins for that reason. But these guys, because they have the life support system on, when they get shot down, they just eject out into space. Mm-hmm. So they have a, cha- they have a yeah. chance of surviving the battle. That's my number seven, the Arc 170. And now we're done on... No, never mind. Number seven. Number seven. It's kind of a a redo pick, but um, I picked number seven. I just had the silencer, and now I'm picking the TIE Interceptor. It's fine with me. I also have the TIE Interceptor. Same spot. Wow. (laughs) Well, no, you did your seven already. That would have been your six. Oh, I'm sorry. So six is my TIE Interceptor, so we'll just... Tie Interceptor is just a badass Tie Fighter. It's Sleek looking, and it looks sick. It yeah. looks awesome. It was, it was. I'm telling you, it was. I think that was the first Tie Fighter I got as a toy. Was the because again, you gotta remember, I'm like clearance aisle. My parents going on the clearance aisle. Oh, they have Star Wars. Let's get it for them. Right. Like, and I would take anything. So that was my Tie Fighter. But it just looks impressive. It's powerful. It's fast. Like if they had those for all three movies, probably Rebellion has no chance. No chance. Like too fast, too powerful. Well, you. I would argue that. Success of the Rebellion probably birthed the TIE Interceptor. Yes, I agree. Agreed. We got to get something a little a little more sturdy to a hold up against these Y-Wings. Yeah. <laughs> these Y-Wings and their, sl- and their one-eye-on cannon. Well, and you also got the Million Falcon running around. Just yeah. like dicing. You know I mean? <laughs> slicing and dicing. Yeah, slicing and dicing. Like Lando is like smooth as shit in the fucking Falcon, bro. Oh, yeah. I would argue almost better than Han. Han's lucky. Like, like I love Han. Han's lucky a lot, but luck in Star Wars is code word for what? Uh, if if anyone, lucky than good, you know. No, I'm saying in the world of Star Wars, anyone who's lucky is actually probably force sensitive. Yeah. Not Han though. Han's, uh, Han's force sensitive. Different time and place for that argument, but Han's force sensitive. Um, we're gonna have to. Untapped force sensitive. Mm, He's not just that lucky all the time. No, he is. <laughs> Han Solo, bro. Not not by the time he's involved in the war. Right, Anything. We'll, listen. Yeah. We'll get different there. podcast. We'll get there. My number six is Vader's Tie Fighter Advanced. Menacing, menacing looking, a little slower, powerful, brooding, just like Vader. That's, I mean, it's a, it's good, a good description, honestly, too. Yeah. And that ship will, that ship will ruin you. And it's like, dis- it's very, like, you see that, if you see an interceptor in the distance, it might, like, especially if it's coming at you. Get a shot. It, but if it's coming at you, an interceptor, a bomber, and a, and a regular TIE fighter facing you, you're not necessarily, you're like, oh, it's a TIE fighter. Well, I don't know. Vader's fucking tie advance is coming at <laughs> oh, you, and you like you make your peace with God, son. <laughs> like, you know that's the Lord Vader coming for you. <laughs> and like I said, he like casually just making mincemeat out of the Rebel Alliance during the first during the first Death Star battle yeah. over Yavin Four. No, that's Jedi. No, Yavin Four. You're Yavin right. Four. Uh, Jedi is Endor. Endor. The first battle over Yavin Four. I'm telling you. They gave him medals for him for his kill count in that battle. <laughs> yeah. Or they would have if they didn't lose. All right, so number six? Yes, sir. Number six, we got the Slave One. Like it. Now. As Slave I, One's Boba's ship. I will say this. Gotcha. Boba Fett. 
I'm going to say it here. A lot of flack for this. Boba Fett, most overrated character in the history of Star Wars. And I know I'm going to take shit and we'll argue it. We're not going to argue it here. I'm just putting it out there. I like the heat. That's like Ric Flair heat right there. Can I just tell you who I would say it is? And we don't have to argue about it. It's fucking Qui-Gon. See, I, I, Everyone just made up stuff that should have, could have, would have happened with Qui Gon. I don't care; he's dead. Like I don't care what he might have done. He's kind of like he's kind of like annoying. Like Qui- like people love Qui Gon. Qui Gon is the catalyst for creating Darth Vader. Yeah, that's what he is. Yeah. He's not. Oh, if he was here, Anakin would have been. Yoda the, and no. Mace said, "Nah, son, we ain't doing." Like Mace Windu was like, Psh, "I ain't doing this." Yoda was like, "I agree with you." And then Qui Gon's like, "I'll well, I'll do it. I'm doing it anyway." Yeah. So all these arguments. What? Always, he went against Yoda. You can't go against Yoda. Yeah, well, some would argue that he's smarter than Yoda. Yeah. And this is where it gets dicey with Qui Gon Jinn. It's where it gets dicey. Slave One. Awesome looking ship. Leveled up in the Mandalorian. Leveled up again in Book of Boba Fett. Just like cool looking ship. Powerful capabilities. Uh, Hold, leveled up in Attack of the Clones. I, then leveled I, up I was, in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Didn't even let me get there. Let me get there. <laughs> I was gonna get there because look, I don't have. I have slave one. Who do I have first? Jango. Mm-hmm. So let's. I was. You had to let me get there. Where where the slave one's full capabilities were on on first time on display, was in Attack of the Clones, and the most beautiful sound in Star Wars, that that silence and then the bong with the freaking charges, makes that scene, hundred percent makes yeah. that scene. And makes that shit like when that ship is coming at him and just like firing on him. Like I was like, oh, this is what I've been waiting my whole life to see is the ship that like at its full potential, just like lighting it up. And then, like I said, leveled up in Mandalorian because like that's that shot when the Imperial shuttle is taken down and it just comes up over mm-hmm. the Imperial shuttle mm-hmm. and you're just like intimidation, <laughs> like Boba Fett. Like and that's what made Boba Fett. I was like, all right, they redeemed him a little bit in this. He is the badass character everybody wants him to be. So, save one. And probably would do damage in a in a real dogfight. A hundred percent. I mean, that's the thing. I tried to pick stuff that I would like. All right, they're gonna go in there and they're gonna do some damage. Right. Uh, I think the slave one's a very very good dogfighting ship. Oh, yeah. That's the end of the ten to six. So it's time to take a break. All right, guys. Listen, Pat McAfee said it best. You gotta look good to feel good. You gotta feel good to play good. Well, we're gonna help you guys look good with Saatchi Di Denaro. All right, it's the finest Italian material. It's fire. It's comfortable. And we got a saving for you, all right? You're going to use promo code HAVOC for 10% off your total purchase at SachiDDenero.com. Also, check them out over at Instagram, at SachiDDenero. SachiDDenero, always authentic, never counterfeit. What is up, everybody? We are back. It's time for the top five Star Wars aircraft. And my number five, coming straight out of Attack of the Clones, the Republican gunship. Nice. Republican or the Republic? The Republic gunship. Mitch McConnell's flying. Yeah, no, no, the, the conservative gunship. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's Donald Trump in the cockpit. Got it. The Bush Shut down. <laughs> oh, yeah, in in the the laser cannons on the side, it's W and HW. <laughs> the Republic gunship. Uh, pretty much from the minute it makes the save with the clones on Geonosis, I was in love with this ship. That's that's a bad motherfucker. And I had that toy, which had I known at the time that it would have been one of the holy grail of Star Wars fucking vehicle toys, probably wouldn't have sent it on multiple rescue missions down the steps. You but, had pieces of it. You gave, when you gave me your toys, I was like pieces of it. Yeah, like a wing. Yeah. One of the rocket hey, launchers. Some missiles, some missiles, maybe. Yeah. 
It was a sick, you know, sick little, sick little fig, um, vehicle. Durable. And then durable definitely durable. And versatile. Yeah. And they made them versatile because there were multiple versions of it. There was the one that flies in space, obviously. Didn't they have one? Yeah, they had one that the transport that picked up and dropped the tanks and everything. Yeah, that one was bad. Yeah. And I feel like they had one for water too, right? Uh, that I don't, I don't remember. I think, they, I, I think they were just, I think they were, like the, the regular ones were capable of going in space and underwater. Because they definitely had one underwater in one of the episodes of Fallen They Mars. did, right? Yeah. Was, was that one with Kit, Kit Fitzu? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Shoots the lightsaber underwater, gets in a fight with the mer people or yep. something. Yeah, yeah, like the squid faces. Yeah. Public gunship sick. I mean, plenty of weaponry. Definitely going to level the playing field in an air fight for and, sure. And a troop carrier too. Carrier yeah, troop, troop carrier, too. great for doing search and rescue missions. I mean, yeah, versatile. It's not a lot it can't do. So that's my number five. Come up. Yes, sir. Heat seeking missile, number five. The Imperial Shuttle. Oh my god, really? Uh, see, yeah. I knew, I, here's the thing. I love this ship. I love it. So this was like a, this was like a pick with my heart. Because I think, you know, from the minute it comes out of the Death to the Star Destroyer in, in uh, Return of the Jedi, it's just a badass looking ship. The Rebels hijack one to take it to Endor. It's like sleek. It's stealthy. You know, it's not going to do great in a dogfight. It does have weaponry, but like not great weaponry. Yeah, it's not. But that's, it's just, that's break glass in case of emergency. It's like, you know, the reason I picked it is because it's in the class of like the dogfighters that we're trying to stick with. Even though I got another heat-seeking missile like high up on my list, but we'll get there. Yeah. And but uh, yeah. Uh, overall, I think it's just it's a fun ship leveled up in the Mandalorian again. Again, why Mandalorian is so good? Just leveling up Star Wars. You know what I mean? Old school war, like yeah. original four, mm-hmm. five, six. Star I feel Wars like that's shit. what you know. Boba Fett, Mandalorian, and I think even now what they did with Kenobi kind of leveled everything up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kenobi, I think, was very. Where? I thought Kenobi was sick. So that's it. So, for number five, I think, I think you guys had it in your honorable mentions, if not a l- little bit lower on the list. Um, I have the A wing. Um, I had that as a dishonorable. Yeah, I know. I just it, think it's stupid. Well, well it's dishonorable too. But... Yeah. All right. So dishonorable. It's so cool. You know what it is? I I kind of see what you guys are saying. More, I looked at it when you guys are kind of making the argument. Not really much as kind of like a dogfight. More of a recon, like kind of pop in. I think kind of like how I said with a lot of my list, it really is just a nostalgic thing. It's kind of what I remember seeing from Return of the Jedi. If I'm remembering correctly, I think it's mostly when they're in the forest. I could be yeah wrong. When, when the fleet or when the fleet arrives over Endor while they're already fighting on the ground in the forest, all you see is A wings and B wings, right. and then everything else behind it. Right. The A wing is what actually crashes into the super star destroyer. Yeah. Kills Admiral Fiat, and then the star destroyer takes the nosedive into the Death Star. Yes. Correct. So the A, I mean, and the guy that was in there was a good pilot. It's just like how much can he withstand when? You know, you're facing all that, right? Yeah, I, I like plus the start you're crashing into, especially so. in a little in a little <laughs> in a little scout fighter like that. Yeah, I just, I, listen, I, for speed. Yeah. I know it's the dishonorable mention, <laughs> yeah. but I still don't hate it. I like I like the alien, cool toy. Again, my number four is the Jedi Interceptor, which is the starfighter okay. that you picked. Okay, the fork, the fork in the front. That's what they call it, the interceptor. Yeah. Okay. I actually had to look it up, okay. and then I saw Jedi interceptor. Well, that's why I called them the Delta because I knew it was called the Delta. Oh yeah, I knew that one was the Delta. And I didn't know what I just I, you know I was like Anakin's ship from. Yeah, I mean Anakin's probably more badass than Obi Wan's. I like the yellow. 
Yeah, especially against the space background. The dark yellow. Not the lighter yellow that was in Attack of the Clones, but the dark yellow that's in Revenge Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Revenge of the Sith, Anakin, Jedi Starfighter, Interceptor, Fourth Front, big cannons on the front, spot for the Astromech, obviously always necessary for the good guys, R2 and R4. Um, I just always liked it because, first of all, like from growing up watching Star Wars, my older brother Will was always really interested in like just regular warfare inside of Star Wars, like Commander Cody or the Han Solo or whoever, like just a guy running around, whoever's in charge of the Rebel Battalion, boots on the ground in Endor, like regular warfare. I always really loved the Jedi. And then to see the Jedi, like, you know, the Jedi have their own thing. Because, like, obviously Luke's got the X-Wing, but so does everybody else. Right. Mm. So I like That's the... like the, the Rebel standard ship. Yeah. You, it's like I said, you see, if you see seven X-Wings flying in space, which one's Luke? I mean, probably the guy at the point, but I'm just guessing, you know? Yeah. Which one's the, the, well, which one's the general of the fleet right now? Oh, it's that Jedi Interceptor right there. That's yeah. the one. So that's, for me, what always made it cool. And it, they were sick toys. Yeah, they were sick toys. So we're at number four? Yes. I have a Star Destroyer, the Imperial Ooh. Star Destroyer, but like the regular, Ooh. regular. The one that's actually capable of doing a little fighting? Yeah. Like the one that's going to, like, you're going to, you know, unless you're the Millennium Falcon, unless you're like Luke in an X-Wing, you're not getting past the Star Destroyer. It's a blockade ship. You know, that's why they call it the, you know, the Imperial Blockade. It's going to stop you. It's going to, you know, a Star Destroyer pops into your system. You're like, oh, fuck, we're fucked. Yeah. yeah. This is bad news, babe. Yeah. Like, uh, you haven't seen Rebels. Neither one of you guys have seen Rebels, but there's a phenomenal scene in that show with Star Destroyer. More than one phenomenal show with Star Destroyers. You know, it evolved into the Super Star Destroyer, involved in, from the Republic, you know, the Republic Cruiser, is that what they call it? Or Galactic Cruiser? Yeah, I think Galactic mm-hmm. Cruiser yeah. is what they call it. It's just it. a cool, you know, I always, I love it. I love the Star Destroyer. And then they wind up just, they couldn't resist. They had to bring them back for the sequels. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I hated that they put the Death Star capabilities, but we'll get oh, this, there. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, we don't, that's... We'll get there. So, for number four, um, this is easily probably could have been like a three or two for me, just based off of what it is. Um, but the T-47 Air slash Snow, whichever one you want to consider it. The, the, uh, the, the speeder. speeder. Yeah. Speeder. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean... You know what I'm Takes talking about. Takes down the ad Yeah, I, know. I was going to say, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. I know the, I, Episode I know the five, ship. opening yeah. up. Yeah, that's will, exactly what I'm talking about. I wore my Empire yeah. shirt to work today. Did you? And really? When I got home, I was like, "Fuck!" It's so funny. <laughs> I I went into the my boss's uh my boss's grandkid is obsessed with Star Wars. So I went in the back room today, and he draws all these pictures. And there's like he's got an AT-AT radar in the back. Then there's like a docking station for all like the X wings. It's all just pictures in the back room. So yeah. the back room of my job right now is kind of like a. I guess like just a, a Star Wars collage, like an armory. It's not even a collage. It's just <laughs> it's, literally all like the vehicles, kind of like. Awesome. There's the airfield, then we awesome. got like the cars on the side. They're all pictures just on the wall, but yeah. But yes, the the snow pictures cruiser, the kid drew. Drew. He draws yeah. everything. That's so awesome. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, wrap around the ATATs. That that's you know however you want to look at them. One Iconic. of the, yeah Iconic. best yeah. one of the best scenes in Star Wars. Um, one of the few scenes where if I catch it on TV, I'll just watch the whole opening of it. Just, you know, like you're saying, I catch it on TV. I might, I I might be finishing it from whatever point I'm at. That's my favorite movie. It depends on how the rest of my day is going. Cause yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm flipping (laughs) on TV. It's a three hour. You're logged in. Yeah. Oh, see empire. I, you know, I'll watch it if it's on, like it was just on regular TV. I'm flipping channels. Obviously I'll put it on. Right. But that's a movie I got to sit down and watch start to finish. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite one for sure. Without a doubt. Not just my favorite Star Wars. It's my favorite movie ever. Yeah. Yeah, That's, it's my favorite Star Wars without a doubt. Without a doubt. 
I, when I like I said, I was wearing this shirt at work today. Some guy was like, "Oh, nice shirt," and I was like, "It's the best movie ever made, son." <laughs> like that was how I said it to him. I'm like, "That's the best movie ever made, son." Like, don't be nice shirting me, dude. Like, like it's perfect. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that movie. Not one part. And I'm a sucker for bad guys winning, and the bad guys are winning at the end of right. Empire. Yeah. My number three, three, homie. Yep. My number three is the ship that single-handedly took down Death Star One, lock as foils in attack position. It's the X-wing. I mean, the hottest Christmas toy of Christmas, 1997. Your boy, your yeah. boy received one Christmas of 97. Got a toy X-wing again. Didn't survive childhood. <laughs> it, this is crazy. Like I was probably sitting on like thousands and thousands of dollars. I, know. I think about that all the time. If we just with wrestlers and stuff. Them. Oh my god. It's but, crazy. I mean, it's crazy. Just how. I'd say the X-wing is probably the second most iconic Star Wars spaceship of all time. Yeah. Close to one, but I my argument is that it's number two. I mean, talk about just the silly little design that wound up becoming so successful. You think George Lucas ever would have pictured when he's like, "Oh yeah, the X, we're gonna call it the X wing because the wings are gonna open like yep. scissors." And... <laughs> the the key to the success of that was the toy because the toy, you know, it was the first Star Wars vehicle they produced was the X wing, and they got the mechanism to where you pushed push the lever on the back well, no, down and over. That the, was the one at the ninety seven one. The original one was. R2-D2, and he pushed his head down. Yeah. Then the wings would open. Oh, that's sick. It was awesome. Classic toy. Yeah, so the one I had, it had the little lever in the back, yeah. and you push it down and over, and then R2-D2's head would spin yeah. when you push the... It came with the Luke in the, in the flight suit. Yeah. Yep. Sick toy. Sick vehicle. I mean, it's really... When we talk about doing damage in actual on-screen Star Wars dogfights, it's got to be number one for the uh, Rebel fleet. 100%. So my number three? Yes, sir. Number three, I have the original TIE Fighter. What else can I say about it? Uh, to me, it's the third most iconic. There's three vehicles that are super iconic. They're my top three. They're my three favorite vehicles in Star Wars. You know, flying vehicles. You know, they're just, it's iconic. The sound is iconic. You know, you can mm. have your eyes closed. Yeah. You know, you could show anybody a picture of a TIE Fighter. They know what it sounds like. Boom. I didn't even think about the sound until you yeah. just said yeah. that. But as soon as you did, yeah. Well, the sound is so... That's that's the key. That's why Star Wars works. Because you could watch a movie that doesn't have good sound design. And mm -hmm. You could thank Ben Burt for that. Ben Burt is a fucking genius. <laughs> have you ever seen, like, the docs of them going out and getting the sounds? Yeah. Yep. For, like, the blaster fire. The guy's, like, watch a bouncing a quarter off, off of the fence. Yeah, it's yep. insane. Insane. We watched the whole documentary in an audio production. Yeah, the it's music awesome. definitely is what makes Star Wars work. Well, no, it's not, not not just the music, but the like the lightsaber sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I mean. The sounds, sound, the yeah. sound effects. Sorry. Yeah, and like the music, John Williams. That's a whole other story. John Williams, without John Williams' score, you know, Star Wars could be the shittiest movie of all time. I mean, Star Wars is one movie that did really bad in 1977. If a if a couple of things didn't go the right oh, way. Oh yeah. Well, the funny thing is, I don't know if you guys know the story, but Spielberg and Lucas, uh, Spielberg had Close Encounters yes. the third time coming out. And Lucas had Star Wars coming out. And Spielberg was coming off of Jaws, which was the biggest movie of all time. Right. And Lucas was coming off American Graffiti, which was incredibly critically acclaimed. So Spielberg said, oh, no, your movie's going to do better than mine. Lucas said, no, no, your movie's going to do better than mine. And then they bet each other on the royalties for the movies. So Lucas took the royalties from Close Encounters. Spielberg took like the 10%, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, the, it, I mean, it might not have been like the complete royalties, because obviously... Lucas would not have the money he had. But right. It was like, I think the first royalty check, which is usually at the time was like the biggest check, they bet that on. Jeez. Movies, which was insane. 
and Spielberg ended up winning. Yeah, Spielberg definitely made out like a bandit. Yeah. Although Close Encounters was um, if you guys have have you guys seen Close Encounters? No. Dark I don't think, think so. Argue. I mean, I'm a trim, Jaws is probably it's Star. It's Empire Strikes Back, Alien, and Jaws. Those three movies are mm-hmm. my three favorite movies. Like, will always be one, two, and three. And and Close Encounters of the Third Kind is like I said, Spielberg coming off of Jaws. It's phenomenal. It's such like without showing you anything, the suspense, drama, and and anxiety that that movie builds within you he makes you feel like nobody can make you feel and close encounters is like not a really well-known movie of his and i highly suggest if you haven't seen close encounters the third kind to go pick up that movie and watch it it's phenomenal i was gonna say i've definitely heard about it before i don't know if i've seen it though richard dreyfus puts on a, a hell of a performance a phenomenal performance the music the like the mood of that movie it just that movie makes you feel like no other movie i mean i probably overhyped it now but it's <laughs> It's a great movie. Might have to throw. Might have to throw it on later. Later on tonight, I might throw Dude, it on. We'll see. It's like it's like, again, it, it's not. You know, I don't know, you just have to see it. It's a good fucking movie. I don't want to ruin it. It's a, like I love it. I love it. So where were we at? Remember, Brian for Three. two. Three. Oh, you, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're so right. I forgot I hijacked it. This is kind of like the part of my list where we're kind of just getting into like a stereotypical like, we kind of know what these are going to be. My number three is the Millennium Falcon. I mean. I don't really know what what more has to be said. Um, it's too low. You think it's too low? Way too low. Really? Yeah. I thought it was too high. No. It's way too low. Too low. Now, here right. I was. Well, thinking... then I'll hold off and I'll wait for you guys to take. Here your I was. <laughs> here I was thinking Jack was going to be the one who fucked us up because I know he also wouldn't have had it. Um, Damn! I thought I was going. Wrong... Here's the thing: there's not a wrong answer to this. I just thought I was going too low. To be honest with you. Like too high. I mean, sorry, too high. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. Too low. Too low. Three's too low. Damn. My number two, Whitey talked about it already. It's the slave one. I can't hate it. I can't. Very just badass looking, especially across the or given array of fleet. By the time we lot, we get to Return of the Jedi, like with everything that's readily available to us. With the, at this point, it's just the three movies. Different looking, a little ominous to it. Definitely badass. And then we get to Attack of the Clones, and we see Django whipping that thing around like Tom Cruise in Top Gun. Like going, no one's got a chance against him. It feels like, and then I haven't really seen a lot of the book of Boba stuff yet. But even it was in the end of the Mandalorian, right? Yeah. Slave One is, and and by the way, I can't believe it's called the Slave One, Disney. I know you tried to change it, Boba Fett Star Cruiser. It's the fucking Slave One. I I, I understand. I I don't. You don't have to like it. I don't. <laughs> I understand. I don't like it either. It's always it's on my list. Slave one. It will be the slave one until the day that most people die. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's the slave one, dude. It's the slave one. Did so they don't address it as slave one in Book of Boba as well. It's, Bo- it's Boba Fett ship. But in the show, they don't address it as. Uh, it's lame, dude. Fuck that. The slave one's badass, and then getting into all of the games, which obviously we've already said, has had an, an impact on my list. The slave one is one of the more fun ships to pilot around. I don't know if it's in. Rogue Squadron was sixty four, right? What was was Rogue Leader the game that came out on GameCube? Whichever one was on GameCube uh, was the one the slave Rogue, one. I think it was Rogue Squadron also. It was Rogue Squadron and then Rogue Squadron something else. There was two because Nintendo owned Rogue Squadron, or like was partnered with Lucasfilm. I think it was Rogue Squadron two, Rogue Leader. Yes, because uh, Lucas made a deal with each of the video game systems so they could produce their own unique Star Wars game. So what was like Sony? 
Um, they had episode one and episode three. They didn't make an Attack of the Clones. I think that Jedi Starfighter and and because like some of those Attack of the Clones ones were over across all platforms, but they had episode one. There was only episode one game that they made that was like the story based episode. Yeah, I remember that game because Pod Racer was the Nintendo sixty four version. Yeah. So he like he made deals with each of the companies. Because it was Dreamcast had a game, I think. Didn't Dreamcast have a Star Wars game? Probably. Yeah, it might have. And then, but it was like unique to Dreamcast. It wasn't like across the platforms. You know what I mean? Did anyone get Tie Fighter, or did that die with PC? I think that died with PC. Yeah. And I the just, X-Wing I just game. found it at an estate sale. The old it was like four PC games, like Dark Dark Forces, and I think uh, the Old Republic. This uh, the the Kotor Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Great game. It's not like, just good, great game. It's like four, but it's they're all PC games. Yeah. You could get Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2 on the original Xbox, and they were tremendous. Yeah, people You're, love those yeah. games. Great. Yeah. It's like fucking Elder Scrolls for Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tremendous. Um. So, yeah, Slave 1, fantastic. It's called the Slave 1. It's one of my favorite Star Wars ships. Even, like, forget about all the Boba stuff you were saying before. The ship itself is incredible. Oh, it's sick. Awesome design, phenomenal toy. Oh yeah, it was another great toy I had too. So they just they just made an updated version in the Star Wars Vintage Collection, which is like the current Star Wars line that's out there, or one of the current Star Wars lines that's out there. It's one of the best toys they've ever like for an adult collector. I'm like, this is out of control. Like it's got a cockpit, it's got the swap with Han and the carbonite. It's it's unreal. Does it still have the handle in the back? Um, no, it's it's like well, way more like it's like meant to be displayed. Yeah, not meant. It's to like be the Razor Crest that you saw. That yeah. Gotcha. Anyone right. knows I'm talking about the Hazlab Razor Crest and I'm talking about the Vintage Collection Save One. If you know what I'm talking about, you know. Sick toys. <laughs> You're up for number two. Number two. We have the Rebel Alliance's number one fighter pilot ship. Fighter ship. Excuse me. Easy for me to say. And that is the X-Wing. It's Luke's ship of choice. It's, you know, I mean, we've we, we all put it on the list because it's sick. Sick. Yeah, no, definitely iconic. So it's just, you know, it's iconic. And it's Luke's ship. Like Mandalorian when Luke flies the fucking X-Wing in there. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. I, it almost made me mad that they were still using X-Wings in the sequels. Yeah. It's like, going forward, you had a golden Although, opportunity for the X-Wing just to be Luke's relic. And we're going to get here. As much as I can't stand The Last Jedi, the opening scene with Poe and the X-Wing, yeah, phenomenal. <laughs> so good. Like, when he's in there and he's, like, fucking jerking the joystick and, like, whipping around in that thing. Well, he's another one who's amazing. Oh, Oscar, Oscar Isaac? Isaac's, yeah. yeah. Very good actor. What else is he in? Did you ever see Drive? He's in Drive? Yeah, Drive's one of my favorite movies. He plays such a love that movie. in that Oh, movie. no. I love that movie. It's Moon Knight, which yeah. I have only seen. Like, and yeah, he is a scumbag in that movie. I he love that movie. He plays it so good. That's, yeah. He's ver- so versatile, Oscar Isaac. Drive is a great movie. That's literally one of my favorite movies ever made. Yeah. Love Drive. Really? Yes. You never saw it? Oh, it's so good. I may have, like, back oh, in the Disney. Yeah. Great. I saw it in the theater. It's a great movie. I wish I did. I saw it years after, and yeah. I was like, I fucking totally missed missed all this one. <laughs> Got to put that on the, on, the, on the rewatch list. It wasn't, for whatever reason, they didn't have it anywhere local. I had to go see it in, like, Deer Park. Really? Yeah, I was like, I had to go far. It's a hike for you, boy. That's over an hour, no? Yeah. From West Hampton? Jeez. Yeah. And I like wanted to see that movie. Got like great reviews. I thought it looked the trailers looked great, and like took myself and got stoned to shit and saw Drive. Yeah, you went to a, like a late show or what? It was probably like I got off of work and went, so it was probably like eight nine o'clock. Oh yeah. Like I literally, was... I remember I brought clothes. I brought like this, you know, big fat joint, obviously, and went and sat in the parking lot, the Deer Park movie theater, and got myself a big old tub of popcorn and a soda, and it was like ninety minutes of awesome. Yeah. 
tense. I love tense the, the, the whole time. I love the late night solo movie trip. So my shirt, one of my favorite midnight showings of a movie. We went to the Hampton Bays movie theater, which in West Hampton we used to call Hampton Bays Harlem Bays, and legit, I was the one of like two white people in the whole theater, <laughs> and like the whole theater was like covered in, in pot smoke. Really, it was. That's fucking, funny. That's like, awesome. No, nobody did anything about it. This was back in two, whenever the whenever the, the. I think it was like two thousand eight. We were in high school. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not a great movie, but I like because of the experience. I like. I really like that movie. Like, <laughs> that's fucking big. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course. Number two. Yes, sir. All right. So I might catch flack on this one, but I hope not, because we've been talking about the Tie Fighters a bit. But I went with this one specifically for me because I it's my favorite design, I guess, as far as like Tie Fighter goes, the Tie Bomber. Oh, to be wow. honest, I know, I know, I know, I know. But this, personally for me, I thought it looked the sickest out of all of them. You know what? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's like, it's slow. It's a bomb. I don't hate it. I'm just concerned that that, your number two slot alone is I mean, going to give it enough points. I'm just concerned it's going to have enough listen, points. Listen, it, it easily could be. To make the final list. It easily could be interchangeable <laughs> with, with the Interceptor, to be honest. I just personally, this was my favorite design as far as like how all of them look. Yeah, it's a cooler design. Like, like Whitey was saying, it's not. It's slow. It's not for a dogfight. It's to bomb. It's not yeah. like you know. But I thought it looked cool. To be honest, they're busy during the dogfight trying to get those shields down. Yeah. 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 Listen, it's still a cool fucking ship. <laughs> like that yeah. scene when when they're like in the the mouth of the monster in the asteroid, and they're just like flying over. Yeah. It's like oh, it's so cool. Yeah. So cool. All right. It's time. It I feel like I already know what's going to happen here. <laughs> I, think, I, I feel like me and Wiper got the same yeah, number one. I think so, too. And how you didn't know I mean, by proxy, like, it has to be. sorry, guys. Right? I'm sorry. I thought. It I is thought differently. This happens a lot. Ask Hawk. It's the fastest ship in the galaxy. It did the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. It's responsible for the destruction of the second Death Star. And the first. Par- it, and partially responsible for the destruction Luke, of the Luke first. I know Luke made a shot, but without Han saving his ass, he don't, get, he don't make that shot. It's the fucking Falcon, baby. <laughs> it's the Millennium Falcon, the Corellian cargo ship, cargo freighter, turned smuggling a masterpiece. Beast. Yeah, Beast. masterpiece. Even to the point, like in the Star Wars trailer for Force Awakens, you see that fucking Millennium oh, Falcon yeah. come over the top. We popped, dude. We were like, we were at work, and we we're like, the new Star Wars trailer comes out tomorrow, and we like made plans. We went to his apartment after. We no was, social media that day. Yeah, like, everyone yeah. stayed off of Twitter. We got super baked and watched the trailer like five times. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, this trailer looks cool. It looks cool. And then it was the Falcon. And I was like a five-year-old kid again. Yeah, dude. Like, that's the fucking Falcon. Yeah. It, it, here's the thing. Like that, the sound of it, you know, like everything about it, like the best scenes and stuff. Like the after. The little, I forget field. what it's called, but the little chess game they play, there's a name for the game the there. Jer- the Jarek or something like that. Yeah. I, can't, I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not that deep. I'm not, not, not that geeky. I mean, like yeah, I'm, I'm not that geeky either. I don't even know what the actual like, game was called. Like, but... I was, you know, like your brother was talking about how he listens to the Star Wars podcast. I listen to Theory once in a while just because, like, how nerdy he is. And, like, I like to hear his opinion on it. Like, I can't stand him, but I like, whatever, for whatever reason, I like to hear his opinion. And um, he he's like, oh, Obi Wan Kenobi used the 0.7 lightsaber technique. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. 0.7. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. When people get into saber forms and stuff, it gets wild. There's like whole, there are TikTok accounts that are just like Jedi lightsaber techniques. Yeah. And it's just really? like, Ahsoka goes between three, six, uh, it's See, a lot, dude. Like, what do you get a job? What are you doing? Like, I like my figures. I like to make my display. Like, I have my Death Star display. I have my Hoth display. I have my Jabba's Palace display. I have the Cantina display. 
Could, and like I get a new guy and just pop him in the display and like you know. That's down, it. Yeah. Go downstairs and check it out. You know, might move some guys around so it doesn't get dusty. You know what I mean? Like that's. And like Indiana Jones hangs out with Han Solo in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Probably absolutely my favorite Star Wars toy was the Falcon. I think the 97 Falcon, the bigger one with the top that came off the back with the whole playset inside. Well, that's, that's the, with so, the little table for the chess game and all that. All right, so every single action figure Millennium Falcon that was created was created by the same person. He created the literally the original one, and he created the new one for The Force Awakens. And that was the last one. Oh, no, sorry, the uh, for Solo. The last one that they made was like a newer-looking Falcon for Solo. He he literally designed every single action figure Falcon toy, and the one that you're referring to is literally from nineteen from nineteen seventy seven to night to two thousand and eight. That was the only action figure Millennium Falcon you could get. There was different versions of it. There was like different sounds that each one had, but the essentially the back the back compartment where you open up the top is the same toy in each one of those toys. And then two thousand eight, that's the DWAP one that, that I have in my basement. It's yeah, it's called the Legacy Collection one. It's on. It does. It's not even a toy. It's like a museum. It's a display piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a massive display piece. It's so cool. Well, the one that I had was cool because it doubled as the the figure show. flyer, and then it's also a place. Yeah, it's a place. It was a cool. It's yeah. a, just an iconic toy. It's an iconic ship. It's a character in the movie. I don't care what anybody says. Hundred percent. Like that's fair. Like the best dogfight scene in Star Wars. Like you could argue that it's uh, not dogfight scene in Star Wars, but the best dogfight scene in A New Hope. You could argue that it's the, the Death Star trench run because it's phenomenal, but that that Tie Fighter fight when they leave the Death Star is exhilarating. You know what I mean? When like Luke yeah. and Connor and mm-hmm. the, the gunner stations, and then I think the best of any scene in space is the asteroid scene in Empire Strikes Back, when the the they go into the asteroid field like with the music, the way it's shot, like that solidified the Millennium Falcon as the greatest, not just the greatest ship in Star Wars, the greatest spaceship of all time. Yes to the gun to the gunner scene. Yes to the asteroid scene. I think what levels up the Falcon and Han for me is when you finally get old enough to the point that you realize he's a glorified drug dealer. <laughs> oh yeah, spice is drugs in Star Wars. Oh and yeah, he's right. mostly smuggling spice, and he so he's essentially like the plug, dude. <laughs> I mean, imagine if basically. your plug became general of the army <laughs> overnight. No, you know he is. Like, he's the guy that used to fly the cocaine from. Escobar into the states. That's who he mm-hmm. is. Mm. Yeah. So he's not really a drug dealer. He's just. A, he's a trafficker. Yeah, he's a trafficker. He makes tomato, the tomato. <laughs> yeah. He's still the plug. But they do more than just smuggle spice. I mean, like in Force Awakens, he's smuggling. What are they? Raptors. Yeah. No, he smuggles all kinds of shit. Yeah, he smuggles spices like whatever he's gonna the pay most... the bills. Whatever he's gonna whatever he's gonna get Jabba off his back. Solo two should have been how he got in trouble with Jabba. That's I think where they were going. I mean, they said they were going to Tatooine. Solo at the end of underrated. Solo, right? Mm. Solo is an. Have you seen Solo? No. Oh, very good. Underrated. Yeah. Super underrated. Yeah. Childish Gambino plays young. I knew Lando. that. Yeah. yeah. Does so a very good. very good job. Really. So yeah. Sorry, Donald Glover. Right, he retired. Oh, yeah. He retired the moniker. No, he's still Childish Gambino on Twitter. I thought he was done with music. As far no, I don't think so. Yeah. I thought he was putting out one more album, and then he might be. I don't know. And it was that album that he just put out. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I know he's he was making, producing Atlanta for a very long time, yeah. and that's over. So I don't know what the plan is now. Maybe. Oh, they're done done with Atlanta. 
I think this was oh, the last ended? season. Yeah, I think the last season's on TV I right now. I heard it started. I heard it started. I watched the show. first season. It was Such very a good. good show. And then by the time the second season came out, I would just yeah. I have to now. I'm at the point where I have to rewatch all of it. You know, I'm at the same right. point with Dave where I have to start at the beginning and rewatch all of it. I have a kid. It's very difficult. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally get that. We're watching like cartoons, like Sing Two. Seen Sing Two like five times already. Jeez. Coco. Coco. I mean, yeah. That's like now. It's like it's like five times is the number. <laughs> like if she really likes something we're gonna see it about five times that's Jeez. a nice healthy number like sing she she like we, we we were supposed to go see sing in the movie theaters and we didn't and then it came out of the library so we got it from the library and watched it three times before we went back to the library and now it's on netflix <laughs> oh god so now it's like, on every day sing god. yeah i was like thank god it's going back to the library Daddy, and now it's, it's on netflix because now she knows how to work the roku big is, smile yeah. ear to ear she just no. It's nice. She sits and just is quiet. She like sits and watches. I mean, when she found out it was on Netflix. Oh, super happy. Yeah, <laughs> super happy. She is a little sweetheart. You got anything else on the Falcon? I think. I think. I mean, what else can you say about it? It's the Falcon? It's Han ship. Han's best character solo. We'll get there. And more importantly, Han shot first. I mean, come on. That's we don't even have to argue that. No, <laughs> I won't argue it. Han shot first. So number one, you guys probably already know what it is. We've gone over it. The X wing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, see, so you're not, you can't, you can't even fight that. You can't even argue. Like you, I know. Like we both picked the Falcon because. It's but the I right can see choice. why the Falcons won. But X Wing is Definitely. also the right choice, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, one in, was like well, one. I know, but that was just that was for me. That was for me. Have been, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's how you got to do it. Well, yeah. one would have been the right choice would have been the B wing in the top three. No, I put the B wing ten because I knew it wasn't practical, but I liked the way it looked. Honestly. <laughs> no, the B wing. But yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go crazy with the X-Wing. Just like you guys were saying, it's one of the most identifiable aircrafts, if, you know, besides the TIE Fighter. It's it's just as much Star Wars as, as anything else, as Darth Vader, as TIE Fighter, as Luke. You know, it fits the mold of people see it, they know what it yeah, is. Yeah, Star know. Wars, lightsabers and X-Wings. Like, exactly, yeah. yeah it's, it's a staple, yeah. for, for lack of a better word, honestly. For sure. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with the X-Wing at one. Not at all. I might... It's going to have a lot of points. It might wind up at one. How can it? It might. Huh? How can it? What do you mean? The bomber. No, no not the, the bomber, not the bomber. No, 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 no. the actual. No, no, Hopefully no, the, the bomber, bomber doesn't make it at all. The bomber <laughs> might make the list, though. We're going to... Uh... What are we, you top five? Is that how we... No, no, no. So I'll, I'll, show you, I'll show you off air after we take this quick break. It's a new year, and with new year comes new resolutions. And what's going to help you complete the resolutions that you set forward for yourself this year? Inspiration. And we have just the company for you that's focused around inspiration. Head on over to staythirstyco.com and put in the code HAVOC to get 15% off on your next order. And make sure you take a look over at the Winter 2022 collection. That's staythirstyco.com. Drop the OY and focus on you. What is up, everybody, and welcome back. As always, the best way to support the show is to support the sponsors. You support the sponsors. You're supporting the boys. We have the top 10 list. We have a couple of debates to have. Right off the bat, we have one. Two enter, one leaves for the 10 spot. Oh, God. It's the Imperial Shuttle head-to-head I know you're with say. the TIE Bomber. I'll just let him have it. I'm not, <laughs> gonna... <laughs> I'm not gonna the argue. Quickest, the quickest white flag we've ever seen in the history of top <laughs> 10. I mean, it was for me. I can't even argue like it's... I mean, the, the Imperial Shuttle was for me too, man. I like That's just the ship I like. I mean, if we're gonna argue it, like I said... Well, you know what it is? The only reason I'm gonna give it to you is because when you were describing the Imperial Shuttle, I could see it back in my head watching that movie as a child. I'm like, yep, I know exactly the scene he's talking about. So, wait a, minute, wait a 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 minute. I fucked up. 
Oh, we came no. to a complete agreement here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we have time for that later. Okay. It's fucking, now I feel like I pre-came. <laughs> okay. It's not the shuttle against the bomber, it's the shuttle against the gunship. Oh. And now okay. I feel like it's more of a debate because I think the gunship is an absolute war horse. I'll give you, the shuttle has its menacing qualities to it and definitely a sick ship like in the original Star Wars movie. But if we're talking about what I want to be on in a fight, <laughs> the gunship is a small battle station in the air. If we're, if we're, so if we're going to base it on a, a dogfight, the gunship would annihilate the Imperial shuttle. Vader or the Emperor on it was there. It doesn't matter, yeah. But knowing that either Vader or the Emperor could be on that ship, that, that's got to be menacing enough. Because you know if they're not just going to let the Emperor kind of like, I mean, when the Emperor gets onto the Death Star, look at the procession that they put out for him. It's insane. Mm. How many stormtroopers? How many royal guards? How many imperial officers? How many TIE fighters are circling the Death Star as he's coming in? Right. I mean, so that ship alone just coming in is like an absolute show of power. But again, in a dogfight, it would get rocked. <laughs> Riggedy rocked. Um, so if we're going based on a dogfight, which that's the parameters he gave me, I think we got to give it to the gunship. <laughs> All right, I'll take that win. I'll take the gunship victory, I guess. <laughs> because what you said to me, what would do well in a in a dogfight, and that's why the the Imperial shuttle would get tr- like trounced. Yeah, it would not. I it mean, would not do well in a dogfight. Maybe against fight. the bombers, it would it would do like if we were doing a tournament bracket of fighters, maybe Dooku ship it would light up. It would have to light up Dooku ship. And maybe, maybe just put a hole in the sail. Maybe the uh, that's how it flies. What were we just talking about? The, the, the bomber, the shuttle, the, the bomber, gunship? The it would maybe light up the bomber. Other than that, I think it probably loses to everything else. An A-wing, that'd be kind of a cool fight. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a snowspeeder, maybe. But a snowspeeder is like quick. So. A-wing, against right. the, A-wing against the shuttle is like watching two seven-year-old boys box. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that's why you got it. You got it. Number nine, I think, is a fitting spot for it on the list, even though I didn't have it on my list. Uh, it's the Snowspeeder. It's seven points. Yeah, Snowspeeder's list. Taking down the AT-AT, the only known AT-AT taking... I mean, not the only known AT-AT no. taking down, but as far as the first three movies go, it's the only known AT-AT taking down. Wedge, wedge the Gunner. It's yeah. Wedge. Well, wedge and the, the Gunner, whatever his name is. It's not Dak, because Dak was with Lucas. Yeah. So. Gets toasted. Jensen? Is it Jensen? No, Cr- Jensen. Well, who's the guy that gets lit up in the, in the Snowspeeder? He's the one that, uh, repeat, I found them. Repeat, I found them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what his name is. Six, seven, eight. It's a three-way tie. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, nine points apiece. So do we have to rank them? Now? We have to debate, yeah, figure out which what, what's what and who's who. Go ahead. This is the Star Destroyer mm-hmm. against the Bomber. Yeah, we'll drop Bomber. Against down. its much sleeker counterpart, the TIE Interceptor. All right, so easily we'll put TIE Bomber down. TIE Bomber at, not, at eight? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> easy. All right, here's, so, a, here's a, I mean, in a dogfight, because a Star Destroyer can maneuver in a dogfight. The Star Destroyer is not slow. I mean, we've seen mm. in Star Wars. No, the Star yeah. Destroyer can move. It might not be able to go left to right, but forward and backward, that thing can move. Mm-hmm. So how many TIE Interceptors would it take to take down a Star Destroyer? <laughs> Multiple battalions. Probably yeah. yeah, probably a lot. I mean, I, that's, I'm going to argue for the Star Destroyer. That's my argument. Yeah, because it could just sit back and pick them off, honestly. Tell me your boy fucked this up twice. Oh, Hockinger. White bread. It's the Jedi Interceptor. Not the TIE Interceptor. That's why, because I just wrote down Interceptor. It's the Jedi Interceptor, but I still think same rules apply. I think I, I kind of stand by the same. Yeah. I still think the Star Destroyer likes that. Like, like Star Destroyer is, you know, you, 
even in the games, the boss. The only argument that you could have on that is that if there's no Palpatine, no Sheev or uh, or Vader on that Star Destroyer, and then you got a Jedi in the in the interceptor. You got you mm-hmm. know a Master of the Force, but I still don't. No, not not one. No. Maybe if you had the entire order out there, every, every the best of the best Jedi pilots that ever existed, like Plo, all out there Plo at Koon? once. Yeah, Plo Koon, Kiari Mundi, Yoda, yeah. Yaddle. I mean, I don't know if either one of them are pilots, but you get what I'm saying. No, Yoda, I, Yoda had a starfighter. Did he? How did you get the Dagobah? They didn't just drop him off. All right, Escape out, pod. Maybe. He sent himself into exile. He has a, he has a toy. He has a toy one, so that's why. Yeah. That's oh, it. does he? Yeah. Little. He's got a Delta one, and he's got a and he's got an interceptor. Green, obviously. Yeah, I just yeah. I literally just sold one. Really? Yeah, like maybe like a week ago. So yeah, I think same rules still apply though. Jedi interceptor seven. And Star Destroyer at six. Nice. I'll fight for the Star Destroyer. It's one of my favorites. Just power. It's like power. Yeah, it's just the brute, you know. Like even that again, that opening scene in the Last Jedi. I was so excited when that opening scene happened. I didn't love like the, the whole slow motion with the chick kicking the kicking the thing to get her sister's pendant and all that other stuff, or the mm-hmm. you know whatever the the, the remote. Mm-hmm. Didn't love that, but everything else about it, I, I really liked a lot. I like the one of the Star Destroyers are coming out of hyperspace over the yeah and yeah. It's like it's just like oh it's over oh it's yeah it was over before it started yeah. it was over about three weeks ago. Number five with eleven points is the Tie Interceptor. Yeah, badass vehicle. We all agree. Number four with, with twelve points, one point difference is the Tie Fighter. Wow. Ooh, I think it should be higher, but that's just me. Well, I mean, yeah. number number three with fourteen points is the Slave One. Okay. Number two with twenty-seven points is the X-wing, and, and number know. one with twenty-eight points is the Millennium Falcon. It's got to be the Falcon. It's one point difference between the Falcon and the X-wing. Yeah, but that's 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 legit. Yeah, no, I like the that. The way it should be. Fighter, the Tie Fighter should be above the Slave One. You think? In my, how many Tie Fighters takes down a Slave One? Fifty. No. He couldn't do 50. Cause like he's got that ion bomb. The charges. Two, no problem. Easy two. Four might be an issue. You think so? Depends on their attack formation. Like you got four TIE fighters coming in at you. Like when you're in the playing the game and it's like the the that box formation of the four TIE fighters, very easy to take them out. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you go one on one in any of the games, it's very difficult to take down a TIE fighter. Yes, they're quick. Yeah, so I mean, and the, the slave one is not slow, but it's not the Falcon. Well, Boba's gonna get two of them to fly into each other. I think, I think comfortably he could take down up to twenty, and but twenty's like he's got. We're be, struggling. Yeah, it's yeah. His best, his best effort is twenty. He ain't beaten more than twenty. Twenty-one, he's still he's he's done so. They could easily put out twenty-one Tie Fighters. I still think it's sicker than the Tie Fighter. I mean, listen, the Falcon, which we all picked as number—not all of us picked as number one—but made it to our number one. Had a hard time in an asteroid field with four of them. Mm. So I mean, no asteroid field. I think thirty would be a comfortable number for the Falcon. You're putting 35, 40 out there. That's like he's gonna have a hard time. Yeah, but he also doesn't have anybody to work the guns on the Falcon when they're running away from them in the asteroid field. No, I mean if you if you have the Falcon, you got a full crew on that Falcon. Full, full crew mm. on fully that Falcon. Op, fully operational. Yeah, you're you're having a hard time with the Falcon. Falcon's a tough ship to take down. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's undefeated. I still never think, been taken. I down. mean, the only reason I say the Tie Fighter just because of how iconic it is in Star Wars, and. Easily probably the second, I would say this after the Falcon and the X-Wing, that's the next ship that comes up to your mind. Yeah, especially mind, especially for the casuals. Yeah. I mean, I think for like real tighter, like diehard fans, like somewhere between Brian and Will, 
those fans that lie somewhere in the middle would argue the Slave One's probably just as iconic as a TIE fighter. Well, that's understandable because of the, how important the, the scene in Attack of the Clones. That's the yeah. best scene in Attack of the Clones. 100%. Mm. Without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, in my opinion, that's the best. You know, you could say the, the Dooku-Anakin fight with the two lightsabers that Anakin's wielding. That's like pretty cool. You know, Yoda coming out, pretty cool. Yoda fighting Dooku. Yeah, pretty Yoda cool. fighting Palps. Sheev. He's still Sheev at that point. But Sheev? Sheev Palpatine. That's his first name. Uh, Sheev. I didn't. I did. Uh, I did not know that. Sheev, baby. Chancellor Sheev Palpatine. So one more time, from bottom to top, I guess we'll honorable mention Tie Bomber. Fair no, number ten. Uh, honorable mention Tie Bomber. No, Tie Bomber's on there. Honorable yeah. mention the shuttle. Your boys all over the place yeah. there. Honorable mention the shuttle. Number ten Republic gunship. Number nine Snowspeeder. Number eight Tie Bomber. Number seven, the Jedi Interceptor. Tie Bomber, man. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it had such an impact, honestly. It's <laughs> really fucking the whole flow of the list up, man. Number six, the Star Destroyer. Sorry. The Star Destroyer, not the Super Star Destroyer. Listen, Whitebird, you had to go by the rules, though. You can't just, like, make rules and regulations and then not, not go with it. And because he voted it so high, it got on there. So it, it, oh, uh, with the tie bomber? Yeah. yeah, I meant it was I kept fucking making mistakes all my reading oh. involving the tie bomber. <laughs> no, I mean, it is what it is. Listen, we did fast food. Did you listen to the fast food one? Listen, And you Jack guys, with his cherry limeade nonsense? You guys put it, like, wouldn't put the fish fillet in there? And that <laughs> no, we were universally <laughs> against fast no. food fish, dude. All right, have you, first of all, you said you never had one. And here's the thing. You would think a fillet of fish is disgusting. It's one of the top five fish sandwiches that you can get. People say that. I'm, I, I'm sure. Skeptical. I'm sure it's in the top five fast food fish sandwiches you could get. Here's the thing. You but that still doesn't put it in my top 96 fast food items. Here's, here's the thing. If a, if a fast food burger is okay, anything on the menu is fair game. That's that's the thing. So, like, because, like, a fast food burger is disgusting. Yeah, I don't eat You know that better than anybody. Yeah, gross. they are. And, like, fast food chicken is disgusting. <laughs> I will argue that Wendy's makes a nice piece of chicken. Maybe Popeyes is okay. Wendy's KFC, I won't even go near. But like, 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 you trust fast food chicken, but you don't trust the fried fast food fish. No, That's, no, no. Yeah, don't. No. I can't do it. How about so? What's your like? You only will eat fresh fish, or do you eat fish out of the freezer? No, I eat fish out of the freezer. Like a like a Gordon's. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No difference. You'll eat that, know, but you but won't eat a fillet of fish. I don't know. Nah. All right. Do me Can't a favor. One day you're gonna be at McDonald's and you go. Whitey's gonna pop in your head, and he's gonna go play a fish. Get one, and then you're gonna get one, and then you're gonna thank me. Or hate you. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or, I, or I can hate you. I uh, listen. Has Whitey ever steered you in the wrong direction when it comes to food? No. Ever. <laughs> no, but I feel like you could be right now. <laughs> I feel like this is that moment. Okay. So, Coming up on 10 years ago that we met. 10 years is a long time to never I'm get tell you one this. wreck wrong. There's dude. just, like, McDonald's, like, yeah, so Big Mac is good. Chicken nuggets are good. You know, McFlurry's, like, who doesn't like a McFlurry? filet fish is, like, the one everybody's afraid of. And then you try the filet fish and you're like, I mean, I'm telling you. Maybe. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll consider it one day. Well, you're going to be there one day and you're going to think of me and you're going to get that filet fish. You're going to bite into it and you're like, Fucker, Whitey was right. <laughs> I hope not. Why wouldn't you want? You would not. want it to be delicious. I don't want it to be delicious. Because then you're gonna crave it. That's what's yeah, that's what happens. Nah. Like sometimes <laughs> won't do it. You're gonna crave so it. So there's like a halal place that's like banging. That's by my house that I get on the way home from work sometimes on Fridays, and then I'll bring Jamie whatever she wants, and I'll bring Fiona McDonald's. And sometimes, even though I know I have my halal sitting there, and I'm like, can I get a chicken nugget happy meal? 
Anything else? And then I think on it for a minute. And in my head, it always pops up Filet of Fish, and I always pass. <laughs> but it was a rare occasion. I got my whole all sitting there, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a Filet of Fish anyway. <laughs> filet of Fish and a whole. Stomach loves you. Let's finish it up. Six, like we said, not the Super Star Destroyer, the smaller Star Destroyer. It's more maneuverable. Right. Just the regular Star Destroyer. Number five, TIE Interceptor. Number four, TIE Fighter. Number three, Slave One. Number two, X-Wing. Number one is the Millennium Falcon. That's the top 10 Star Wars aircraft. Like we said earlier in the show when Jack popped in, there's plenty of opportunity for Star Wars top 10s and other Star Wars podcasts. So I'm sure there's not the last we'll be seeing of you. Listen, can can you tell all the millions of listeners that we have on this podcast? And millions. That if they want to hear a Star Wars topic discussed, where can they find you, White Bear? Uh, It's Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at HOH Podcasting. Listen to these podcasts. They're all entertaining. So this is coming out first or second week of August. So while we're here, Parlez-vous, the show that started it all, the Mm. football gambling podcast, will be making its triumphant return at the end of this month. So be sure to look out for that. The Rewind hopefully should be coming out for season two around the same, like start of football season, September. So that'll be coming out too as well. You can have Whitey back on the Rewind? For sure. We're sure. What are we gonna do? We're doing all book adaptations for season two. Let me get Jaws. So I have a list. Your boy is like an infinite wealth of Jaws knowledge. <laughs> okay. Have you seen Jaws? No. July really? 4th. You've never seen Jaws? Nope. July 4th, Holy shit. Whitey is planning on projecting. I watched. I know, I, you do this every 4th of July. I've watched Jaws every 4th of July since I'm five. I can't believe you've never seen Jaws. Since I'm I five. mean, you know, bits yeah. and pieces. And it scared the fucking shit out of me. It scared I, everybody. I didn't sleep for literally like, because I was five. Yeah, you know? yeah. Eight-year-old Whitey, favorite movie. It's like, <laughs> you know, but like five-year-old Whitey didn't go in a swimming pool, didn't go in the ocean, scared the fucking shit out of me. <laughs> and like, to this day, like I go in the ocean and I get like a little... Yeah, dude, because we weren't built for it, dude. We don't got gills and, and, yeah. and scales. No, We're listen, killing it on land. Listen, if it pulls me out, the ocean pulls me out. Like, I can't do nothing about that. But if there's a fucking shark attack, it's like right. my, my nightmare yeah. of nightmares. Yeah. Like, lo- this thing just eating me. Like... You just, you're not in your element. So, if you're, you're going to do, do, if it. you're going to do a book adaptation, that, that'd be a good one. I got to see if I have open slots, because I know I have a I Oh, I didn't get to it. So, July 4th, projection screen, Whitey's house. I'm making popcorn. Bring some candy you like. We could do s'mores if you want. <laughs> Love a good s'more. Like, my like my mom might come over. It's like an event, you know? Yeah, I know. A little, little Johansson family event. So. Yeah, that's wild. Definitely not start to finish. No chance. Well, you're in, if I if I if I do it, if the weather's good and I decide to pull out the projection screen and blow it up, you are invited. I think we are supposed to get good weather, just hot. Yeah, I mean, it's July fourth. So I mean, not July fourth. We're doing it probably it's Sunday, the third. Okay. Either way, I think it's still supposed to be nice out. Yeah. I think Saturday might rain. But mowing the lawn. Hopefully tomorrow. not too bad. I'm getting ready for it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like here's it's the, America's birthday, dude. It's. Yeah. <laughs> I bought I bought a projection screen for my wedding, and then was like, now this is my my excuse to watch Jaws on the projection right. screen. Yeah. Why every not? Summer. Yeah. For sure. I'm this year Halloween. We might do it. See. Huh. It's not a bad one. Well, I gotta let Fiona in on one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Nightmare Before Christmas. It's one of her favorites. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites. Uncle Whitebread loves it. The kid, since she's like two, loves that movie. It's great. Not scared. Why not? She's begging me. It's to not watch. a movie to be afraid of. <laughs> I said so. She's turning five this year. She's been begging me for three years to watch Beetlejuice, and I think it's like a mm-hmm. little too. It's still too early for Beetlejuice. It's like a little too much. I said when you turn five, before the Halloween before you turn five, you know your brother will be here now. You can watch it. She's so, pumped. Put little little baby boy Johansson in the arm. 
Fiona, sit down, watch a little Beetlejuice. I just watched Beetlejuice like last week. <laughs> it's a classic. Best. Yeah, it's a yeah. great movie. Fucking best. Nice fucking model, Bop. Um, that's all we got, right? That's the show. As always, we're brought to you by House of Havoc Podcasting, Tiger Pack Productions, Sachi Di Denaro, and Stay Thirsty Company. Peace out. Thanks for having me, my friend. Thanks for coming.